What is up everyone? It's Quinn here and today I have another player versus player versus player breakdown for you all. So this is where I break down three players from the same position that are going in a very similar ADP range. So I break them down individually and at the end of the video I talk about which player I'd prefer in each scoring format. So standard scoring, half point PPR and PPR scoring. Like I said, I will let you guys know which player I prefer, but the point of this video is more so just to get the information out to you guys and then just help you make like the most educated decision in your drafts because it's very possible you're going to be choosing between these three players, you know, at a certain point in your fantasy draft. The three players today, we're going to be looking at the wide receiver position. It's going to be T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, and Chris Olave. You can see up on the screen um, where these guys are going on different platforms. So I've got underdog, sleeper, ESPN and Yahoo. On underdog, these guys are going at like the 2-3 uh, turn much earlier than the other platforms. Sleeper, all of them pretty much mid-third round. ESPN, you've got Higgins, Devonta Smith mid-third. You actually have Chris Olave going in like the mid-fourth round, which is kind of crazy. And then on Yahoo, all three of them from like the mid to late third round. And then when we look at the consensus ADP, T Higgins goes first amongst these three guys, Devonta Smith one pick after him, and then Chris Olave like a couple picks after. So all these guys are going in a very similar range on pretty much every platform. So let's start it off by talking about T Higgins. So he is coming off a little bit of a down season in terms of his point per game number. He averaged 13.8 PPR points per game last season. That was the wide receiver 19 in points per game. But I think that number is pretty misleading because he had a rough season with injuries and not necessarily missing time. Like he actually didn't miss a single game, but he had three games where he was active. You know, he was playing, he was probably in your fantasy lineups, but he recorded under a 25% snap share. So he left week one with a concussion very early on. Then heading into week five, he was dealing with an ankle sprain. The Bengals only had him run six routes. And then heading into week 14, he was dealing with a hamstring strain and then ran one single route. So overall, it was pretty frustrating because these aren't just spots where he's like missing time or he you know, gets injured during the game. That really only happened once. It was like he was injured heading into it. You hear he's active, you think he's going to be playing, and then the Bengals just barely put him in the game. So obviously it wasn't an ideal situation, but these performances are not indicative of like, you know, the average typical game he would play in. So if we remove those three games from his fantasy production, he actually would have averaged 16.6 points per game, which would have been the wide receiver 12 on the season. He actually was also the wide receiver 12 in points per game in 2021. So in terms of his healthy performances, very similar production to what he did in 2021. And Higgins is pretty much in like the exact same spot as he's been in the last two seasons. He's going to be the wide receiver two behind Jamar Chase in one of the NFL's best passing offenses, led by one of the best quarterbacks in Joe Burrow. I do think Higgins' ceiling is likely capped due to Jamar Chase being there, but I still think he's a guy who has like mid-tier wide receiver one fantasy upside. I don't think he's going to be someone who's given you, you know, 20 plus point per game, but I do think that if he hits a touchdown boom season, he could definitely flash a little bit of a ceiling. We look at his touchdowns throughout his career. He scored six in 2020 and 2021, scored seven last season. Like these are fine touchdown numbers, but I think double digit TDs are definitely possible in a boom season, especially if this Bengals offense has a boom, you know, Joe Burrow hits a 40 touchdown season, like T Higgins scoring 10, 11, 12 touchdowns is definitely not impossible. And I do think that could give him like a reasonable ceiling around 18, maybe like 19 points per game. 
So that's going to be T. Higgins. Then we have Devonta Smith, who's coming off a pretty impressive sophomore season. Averaged 15 PPR points per game, was the wide receiver 14 in points per game on the season. Similar to T. Higgins, he's like the wide receiver two behind a stud wide receiver one. We saw the Eagles offense take a massive step forward, you know, both on the ground and in the air. But for Devonta Smith here, we're focusing on their passing attack. Jalen Hurts headed into year three, and then A.J. Brown came in last season. The Eagles offense looked great. They were actually only 24th in pass attempts per game, but were ninth in passing yards per game. So very, very efficient. I think in like your typical baseline season, I expect Devonta Smith to be in like that fringe wide receiver one area, pretty similar spot to where he finished last year. I also don't think he's like done improving as a player, right? That was only year two. He's heading into year three, could take another jump. But I do believe that in the short term, his ceiling is likely probably capped by A.J. Brown. And without an injury to A.J. Brown, I just feel like Devonta Smith's upside is probably also going to be coming from a touchdown boom, just like I talked about with T. Higgins. I just think the difference between those two guys is that the pool of touchdowns that Devonta Smith is going to be like, you know, working out of is going to be a lot smaller than T. Higgins. The Eagles were only 15th in passing touchdowns last season. Hypothetically, that number could go up, but like the Eagles are a super dominant rushing team, especially on the goal line, right? They get in there. They're just shoving Jalen Hurts into the end zone. So I wouldn't necessarily be expecting a huge jump in the touchdown department, but I do think that's probably what would lead to a a bigger ceiling for Devonta Smith. And then the final wide receiver we have here is going to be Chris Olave. And he's a guy who's coming off a super impressive rookie season, was the wide receiver 25 in points per game, despite only scoring four touchdowns in 15 games. So almost a top 24 guy as a rookie in a not great situation and underwhelming in the touchdown department. Chris Olave was the wide receiver 10 in target rate at 29.3%. He was also number three in the NFL in air yard share at above 40% of his team's air yards. And then he was number four in deep targets. I think Olave should just naturally improve heading into year two. You know, we see this a lot. Rookie wide receivers, they take a big jump from year one to year two. But he's also getting a quarterback upgrade on top of that. He's going from like the combo of Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston to Derek Carr. And by no means is Derek Carr like some sort of elite option who's you know going to support all these crazy fantasy weapons, but he did just support Devontae Adams to a near 20 point per game season. I also think his play style, at least the play style he showed last year, lines up really well with Olave as a deep threat. Carr attempted the 11th most passes last season, but was fifth in deep ball attempts and fifth in air yards. He was also second in air yards per attempt. So that's going to line up, you know, with Chris Olave taking a huge share of his team's air yards and also deep targets. So with a year of NFL experience behind him, getting a quarterback upgrade, I do think Olave is set to kind of take a big leap here in year two and in 2023. Now looking at which player I prefer in different formats. And this is actually going to be a clean sweep for me in all formats. So standard, half point PPR, PPR. I like the same guy. And it's going to be Chris Olave. I do have him as the best option out of these three players. He definitely doesn't have like the previous fringe wide receiver one fantasy production that Higgins and Devonta Smith have. But I do think he has like the highest kind of realistic ceiling. Um, Higgins and Devonta Smith are both capped as number two weapons on their offenses. I think Olave went out. He proved he's super talented as a rookie, and he slotted in as his team's wide receiver one. Typically, when I'm drafting for fantasy, I like to kind of fade safe players, 
and more specifically like safe options who don't really lack a ceiling. Like if I'm drafting someone, I don't want them to just finish at their price. Like if they end up finishing where I draft them, you know, it's fine, but I want them to have some upside there. So if I'm going to draft a player at the wide receiver 12, 13, 14, which is the range where these guys are going, I want them to have the upside to return mid to maybe even high-end wide receiver one production. Obviously, it's not a guarantee that Olave is able to do that, but I do think if you're drafting T. Higgins or Devonta Smith, you're kind of expecting them to finish in like the wide receiver 10 to 14 point per game area. I still think they have some upside, but I just think Chris Olave's path is much easier as he's going to be the clear-cut wide receiver one for his team. Then if I was choosing between T. Higgins and Devonta Smith, I would pretty firmly go with uh, T. Higgins over Devonta Smith, also in all three formats. I just think they're in pretty similar spots as their team's wide receiver too. I just prefer the Bengals passing attack. I think there's going to be more volume. I also think he has a better chance to hit that touchdown boom, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, compared to Devonta Smith on this uh, Eagles offense. But when I say all that, like I do prefer Olave, that doesn't mean I'm out on T. Higgins and Devonta Smith. I believe I had all three of these guys as like two, three turn picks in my rankings. So when we look back and look at like the ADP of these guys, really the only spot where I wouldn't be drafting them is like on underdog. And obviously underdog's a little bit skewed because you're looking at stacks and all of that stuff. Like I don't love these guys in the late second round, but looking at sleeper, ESPN, Yahoo, at those prices and at those ADPs, I'd be willing to draft all three of those guys, you know, at all of their prices. So it's not like I'm totally out on T Higgins, Devonta Smith, It's just that if I was choosing between these three, I would favor Chris Olave for that upside. But that is going to uh, wrap it up for this video. Let me know what you guys think. Are you in on T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, or Chris Olave? Let me know why. I'll make sure to get back to you as soon as I can. But thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.